Good hello, and this is the August 4th, 2020 edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Podcast, your daily look and listen at what's happening and what's happened. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs, and today's installment is supported today by the Kindness Cafe, open for curbside pickup Wednesday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the Brooks Family YMCA in McIntyre Park. Visit the Kindness Cafe website to place your order. Health officials in the Lynchburg area called a press conference yesterday to implore people to take the COVID-19 pandemic seriously. And I wish I could bring you good news, uh, but I can't. Dr. Christopher Lewis is the Vice President of Medical Affairs at Centra Health, which operates hospitals and healthcare facilities in that region. We have seen increasing numbers of individuals within the community testing positive for COVID. In the beginning of the pandemic, we were seeing at Centra on the order of single digits, one, two, three patients or individuals, sorry, a day testing positive for COVID. That number has recently drastically increased. We are seeing on the order of 30 plus individuals testing positive for COVID, and that number continues to increase. Dr. Lewis said there were 36 hospitalized patients in Centra facilities yesterday, straining resources in the hospitals, in part because COVID patients there spend an average of 20 days in a hospital bed. He said people must wear facial coverings to stop the spread. If you leave your place of dwelling, you need to consider potentially everyone you come into contact as possibly having COVID. It is that widespread in our community. The Charlottesville City Council held the first reading on an appropriation of $15 million in state and federal funding for the $31 million Belmont Bridge replacement, a project that is expected to be advertised for construction bids in the fall. Jeanette Janacek is manager of the city's Urban Construction Initiative. We still have a few activities left to do. We are finalizing the plans um, with the Federal Highway Administration as well as the Virginia Department of Transportation. I'm working on updating the Board of Architectural Review um, based on their certificate of appropriateness that we received last year. We have completed right-of-way acquisition. Construction could get underway next spring if there is a successful bidder. The original bridge opened in 1962, and the city has been planning for a replacement for several years. At one point, council spent a year to determine whether the project should be a tunnel under the railroad tracks rather than a bridge. A final vote will be held on August 17th as part of the council's consent agenda. Charlottesville City Council will meet again today at 4 p.m. for a listening session on the police department. Several members of the public told councilors last night they were suspicious of the event. Nancy Carpenter is the social justice representative on the Police Civilian Review Board, or PCRB. You are having a listening session Tuesday regarding topical matter that is most definitely in the wheelhouse of the PCRB, yet not one invitation was forwarded for a PCRB rep to be a part of the panel. And when an inquiry was made from the board chair to the mayor about having a rep, the reply was no, this was not a joint session. Case closed. City Councilor Michael Payne said today's event is intended to be a chance for elected officials to begin a broader conversation about policing in Charlottesville. It sprung up less from the, the, the CRB and more from the conversations in Charlottesville and across the country around defunding police, reexamining policing, and trying to um, uh, think through and hear from the community. What in specifics does that mean? What does it mean to 
think about what is a next steps and concrete policy changes that can get us there. And as a very, you know, basic entry point to try to begin that community conversation around these topics. Vice Mayor Sina McGill said the event is a chance to hear from the entire community on the topic. The event begins at 4 p.m. The executive director of Jaunt continued a series of community engagement efforts to promote a new pilot project that will integrate on-demand service into existing transit services. Brad Sheffield spoke to city council last night. We see sometimes in the urban area that there's uh, some inefficient or hard-to-serve areas, those gaps that exist. Um, Sometimes we call them the first and last mile of services. It's really hard to try to serve everybody with transit services, especially fixed route services. And so we're able to look at implementing something like on-demand that would help connect those hard-to-reach areas to those backbone fixed route services. One of those hard-to-reach areas is the Loaves and Fishes Food Pantry on Lambs Road in Albemarle County. John's pilot project is intended to serve that area. Sheffield said he is working with Charlottesville Area Transit and the University Transit System to integrate the on-demand service with their fixed routes. Currently, all transit systems are running adjusted services due to COVID-19, but Sheffield said the hope is to build a system that can make it more possible for people to get around the community without an automobile. Heavy rains and storms overnight knocked out power in many places across the community. In Greene County, more than 6,000 customers of the Rappahannock Electric Cooperative were without power as of 7 this morning. And that's it for this edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast for August 4th, 2020. If you're listening to the podcast form, thanks for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow with another installment. If you enjoy this program, please consider supporting the Patreon account. I'm Sean Tubbs. Be safe out there today.